Hello, my name is Dennis Watson with Celebration Church, and this year at Celebration, we're encouraging our people to read through the entire Bible in their daily devotion times. To accomplish that, we're following the one-year Bible reading plan, which includes daily scripture passages from the Old Testament, the New Testament, the Psalms, and from the Proverbs. And then we're selecting one of those devotional passages, one of those scripture passages for a devotional thought for the day. Today's devotion is based on a scripture passage from 1 Samuel chapter 1. And here's what we read. The Bible says, Hannah went over to the tabernacle after supper to pray to the Lord. As she was praying to the Lord, Eli, the priest, watched her. Seeing her lips moving but hearing no sound, he thought uh, she had been drinking. Must you come here drunk, he demanded. Throw away your wine. Oh, no, sir, she replied. I'm not drunk, but I am very sad. and I was pouring out my heart to the Lord. Please don't think I'm a wicked woman, for I've been praying out of great anguish and sorrow. In that case, Eli said, cheer up. May the God of Israel grant the request you have asked of him. It's 1 Samuel chapter 1, verses 9 through 16. Let me ask you a question. What does it really take to get God to hear and answer our prayers? We know that it takes our living a holy and confessed up life. The psalmist wrote, If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. That's Psalm 66, 18. We know that getting our prayers answered also requires praying in and for the will of God. The Apostle John wrote, We can be confident that He will listen to us whenever we ask for anything in line with His will. And if we know He is listening when we make a request, we can be sure He will give us what we ask for. It's 1 John 5, verses 14 and 15. But what else does it take to get our prayers answered? In 1 Samuel 1, we read a beautiful story about a woman named Hannah pouring out her heart to the Lord, asking Him to give her a son. While her husband's other wife uh, had borne him several children, Hannah had been barren. In those days, that was one of the primary responsibilities of a wife, bearing children for her husband. If a woman was unable to give birth to a child, she was considered to be inferior, inadequate, and even unspiritual. We know today that there are oftentimes physiological problems that are not reflective of a person's character that prevent pregnancy, but in those days, wives who were bearing were considered to be unspiritual and second-class citizens. As a result of the verbal taunting she was experiencing uh, from uh, the other wife, uh, the perceptions of others regarding her barrenness, her own sense of inadequacy and her desire to bear children for her husband, Hannah poured out her heart to the Lord, praying with great anguish and sorrow that God would give her a child and even promising that if and when a child would be given to her, that she would, be the, she would dedicate and give that child to the Lord. We know from the Bible that the Lord heard and answered the prayer of Hannah. She conceived and gave birth to a son. And after a time of nursing, weaning, and raising a little boy, she brought him to the tabernacle to dedicate him and to give him to the Lord. This young boy, reared by the priest Eli, eventually became a mighty prophet of the Lord and one of the judges that oversaw the entire nation of Israel. Hannah also was able afterwards to conceive and give birth to five more children. See, the Lord had been moved by her prayer. He had heard her prayer and answered her prayer in miraculous ways. So let me ask you another question. What was it about Hannah's prayer that moved the heart of God and caused him to work miraculously on her behalf? Beyond the fact that she was living a holy life and praying for God's will, it's probably because she completely submitted herself to the Lord and then prayed fervently and faithfully with all of her heart. So often when we come to lift our petitions and requests to the Lord, we do so with little faith, little surrender, or little emotion. It's oftentimes a habit of many Christians today to lift a request to the Lord, spend a few moments talking about it with Him, and then go on without much anguish and fervor of heart. 
While the Lord does often answer and grant the requests we make in such a way, I believe he really gives attention to and works miracles for those who are praying faithfully, consistently, fervently, passionately, and wholeheartedly to him. James said, the earnest prayer of a righteous man has great power and wonderful results. That verse reminds us that when we pray earnestly, fervently, passionately, and faithfully, that the Lord is much more prone to hear and answer such prayers. However, when we pray unemotionally, inconsistently, and insincerely, it is probable that we have less of a chance that our prayers will be answered. The Lord responds to faith, to fervor, and to a broken, surrendered heart. He responded miraculously to Hannah's request when it was made in such a way, and He will respond to similar requests in our lives when we make them in such a way. As you pray today, pray for the Lord to show you what to pray for and how to pray. Also, pray faithfully and fervently for that which the Lord has placed upon your heart. And thirdly, pray in faith, believing that God is indeed a rewarder of those who come to Him in faith and in fervor. Thanks for joining us today. Please join us again tomorrow as we continue our journey and adventure through the Bible.